0: Welcome to Namecast. I
1: have to warn you, Kev. Coming in hot with the island accent here, bud. I spent the whole weekend. You know, I was uh, I was going. I was I was with a lot of islanders, and uh, the accent is coming in thick. Ewa, eh, really now? Nah. Hey guys, how we doing today? So we are uh, Namecast. We're yeah. a podcast that posts every week. Yeah, On all the things, we got the iTunes, we got the Google Plays, we got the YouTubes.
0: Yeah, all those three things. <sighs>
1: That's a lot of things, man. Yeah, bud. We play a different game every week. Different, different indie, indie game. games, yeah. specifically an independently developed game. Yes, sir. And we play it, we talk about it with you folks. If you want, you can play it yourself. This week we are talking about Hollow Knight. Yeah. Oh boy, I'm excited to talk about this little gem. Oh, I bet. Yep, yeah. excited to talk about it. Last week we talked about uh, a game. Inside. Inside. <laughs> we finished Inside. Gross. And uh, next week, we'll be playing Gone Home. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Is it a horror game? Who knows? Uh, check it out yourself if you want. I definitely recommend that one. That is one of my personal favorites. Uh, spoilers for next week's episode. Uh, yes, yeah, so we're talking about Hollow Knight this week, Kev. We're also talking about the Far Cry 5 announcement trailer, the Gwent gameplay trailer, and Star Trek Bri- Bridge Crew has been released. It's it the is. It's the pre-E3 just... Nothing. There's not that much
0: news going no. on right at around now.
1: No, not a thing is going on, sir. But listen, we got to get our housekeeping out of the way. What the heck have you been up to?
0: I, I don't know. I don't feel like I've been up to a huge awful lot. Okay. I had my my first dodgeball game. Oh snap! Uh, What's a, your team a name? New tournament? The feisty goats. The feisty. This is the team goats. I'm on. We did some winning, which yep. was pretty sweet. Shit. Feel like I played pretty well. I wasn't too sore after, which is nice. And yeah, I'm enjoying it so far. I'm excited to, I don't know, see how my team does in the Mm. league Mm. and keep playing. It's a good time. Good times all around. Good time. It is a good time. Um, Other than that, I have been playing a shit ton of Persona.
1: What's the hour count?
0: Um, Are we in the (laughs) fifties? Uh oh. <laughs> sixty eight or sixty nine?
1: You 68? yeah, buddy, 68 yeah I think buddy. Is where I'm at. Let's go with sixty nine. Sixty nine, yeah. <laughs> That's an air
0: horn. Okay. Um yeah, I am getting like real into the story now. Like nice. the story picks up pace a lot.
1: It really picks up at the sixty nine <laughs> hour mark, dude. At the sixty hour mark <laughs> oh it picks my up. God.
0: It's great. And yeah, I'm enjoying the crap out of the game. I'm going to have so much to say about it, Yep. and I'm excited to, I don't know, put that into more concrete mm. formats. You're
1: going to do a proper analysis when you complete it, I imagine, in yeah. the next couple weeks. You can see that here, or hear that with your ear eyes.
0: Yeah, on our, our Namecast YouTube channel. Yes. Be on there somewhere. Somehow. Someplace, oh, we're not going to do it on the podcast. I'll talk about it on the podcast for sure.
1: Okay. Yeah. You don't want one. to deprive the listeners, Kev. We got listeners. I won't.
0: I won't across the globes. But I'm I'm thinking like a proper like analysis like scripted right. video. Right. Okay. Um, Full on breakdown for the YouTube. Yeah. 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 For the P- YouTube pretty, audience. Pretty sweet. Um, I I really don't think I've been up to much else. Done yeah. some video editing.
1: Yeah, good one. I really liked I your Dark Souls video. It was uh, good.
0: It was it was a lot of fun. Yeah. It's kind of funny there's like this relationship between how much fun an episode is to record <laughs> and <laughs> how much it how, sucks how good the video is in the end it's like yeah. kind of like an inverse relationship yeah, cuz like
1: that one sucked to record
0: <laughs> it took a while it was it was a lot of work a lot of headaches but oh my god oh yeah like that just montage
1: a... itself was 40 minutes of us dying
0: yeah it was like just the the like uh yeah, the montage part was like twenty one deaths. Oh my gosh. And like that's real fun when like put down into like less than a minute.
1: Yeah. When actually done in real time? Not not it's so much. Awful. Fun. It's a lot of work.
0: <laughs> 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 but yeah, it was, it was it was good fun. Yeah, that's, that's basically been my week.
1: Yeah, I liked your cuts. They were good, man. They're good. Yeah. Yeah. um, So, yeah, I had a chill weekend. I didn't do much. I just (laughs) lies. I had an insane weekend. It was my birthday. Thanks for saying happy birthday, Kev. I am a quarter of a century old. I'm one eighth of the way to 200. think I'm going to make it. Listen, (laughs) now, I had myself a time, sir. Most people, they go out on their birthdays. They're like, listen, I'm going to go. I'm going to drink with my friends. I'm going to have a good time. No, 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 not this guy. I go to the world famous Cabot Trail in Cape Breton. Some yeah. would call it a shithole. I don't think it is. I think it's quite nice, actually. I like it. I don't know why people from Halifax don't like Cape Breton. It's Cape, Cape Bretoners
0: say, that they don't like. Okay. But also, Break I the think band. you were there at a good time of the year where it doesn't have so many bugs. Yeah. Bugs were not an issue. So, the Cabot Trail.
1: Now, picture this, Kev. In your mind's eye, the eye mm-hmm. of your mind, you got this 280-kilometer trail. Now, it's I say the word trail. It's a road. Oh, yeah. A very scenic road. It goes around the whole area. Okay? Yep. And it's nice. It kind of looks like Scotland a little bit. Nova Scotia makes a lot of sense.
0: Lots, lots of hills. Yep. And lots of
1: rolling hills.
0: Mountains and cliffs.
1: And you look at this trail of 280 kilometers and you think to yourself, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna get I'm gonna get people. Come over, team 17 of them, and they're gonna fucking run it. <laughs> That's <laughs> That's what you say to yourself, Kevin. (laughs) I would say you're nuts. I would say you're a crazy person and no one should ever do that. But God damn it, Kev. If I'm lying, I'm dying, bud. Yeah. That's what those crazy fuckers did. And And... holy shit. So the town of Bedeck, 700 people. It was scoured with
0: 1,400 climbers. Not climbers, runners. How do you fit that many people into Bedeck? I swear to God, I went into their co-op. All the energy bars were gone. I bet. <laughs> it was ridiculous. Man, that Timmy's outside of deck must have been just like
1: oh, packed, man. shoulder to shoulder. Okay, I swear to God. So, okay, the way this is a relay race, and you do legs of the Cabot Trail, and it goes straight through for 35 hours yeah. of this fucking thing. And I, oh man, I'll just get into my involvement in this, but I went a very long time without sleep and I am running on fumes right now. (laughs) Oh, I'm going to crash after this. So anyway, so the way it works, you have uh, different legs of the race that you run and your whole team runs it as you go through the time. You have your chip timers. That's standard. Uh, running stuff, yeah, and you stop at each leg um, there's like a lot of rules, but basically you stop you stop at the end of the finish line of each leg and you should support your runner throughout it so after the ten kilometer mark you're allowed to give them water, take their jacket, you know all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff and there's a lot of rules following where you can park, where you can be, what you can do because you don't want to get penalties as your team yeah um which is understandable because honestly this road was never designed for something like this.
0: Like Barely was, designed for driving and it's no, a popular tourist driving Yeah, destination. It
1: was never meant to have hundreds of runners hurtling down it. Like it's just it's not the intention of this road at all. Yeah. Um, because there were a lot of cars and things like that. Anyway, so you would get to each stop and there would be some type of food location. And I swear to God, every fucking inn we stopped at, they they never saw it coming. It's like they didn't get the memo <laughs> or something. Cause like there was like, I don't remember what it's called, the laughing goat or something? You could not cram more humans into a space. Mm. It was... I i think there was a line. I don't know. It was just <laughs> like... The amount of humans in there was amazing. I didn't think you could fit that many people into a into a tight space like that. Yeah. It was just... The, the workers were just like... <gasps> like the looks on their <laughs> face are like, I don't get paid they enough ready to do this. this. <laughs> they, they were not ready at all. We... We conquered the poor town. I mean, it must be a big economic boon to the area, but, like, holy yeah. Jesus. It was wild, man. And then the biggest thing that they don't tell you about, the bathroom lineups. Oh, oh man, I peed in the woods a lot.
0: I bet. There's a lot, a lot of woods there to pee in, thankfully.
1: Yeah, you're not supposed to. You get a penalty, but this guy got away with it. who I'm a slippery <laughs> wicket. Uh, I'm a good peer. My mom always said I was a good peer. Anyway, so run this thing. But the, the thing we did was, we're, we're a young team, we're a dumb team, and we're brand new to this. We didn't know what we were doing. Mm-hmm. It was my buddy, Greg, I think I've talked about him a bit on the show. He doesn't know how the internet works, so he'll never see this. But I'm sure he <laughs> kind of knows how it works, but he doesn't care about it. Anyway, he's a cool dude. Um, anyway, he was the key, the team captain, and he's like, mm-hmm. listen, we're going to do this. It's going to be fun. No one else in the team really took any ownership of anything, so Greg and I, we made our way over there, you know, two island boys. Mm. We can do this. We're gonna have fun. Set up our camp. Not a bad time. Get a fire going. Hell of a trouble, but we got it going. You know, we we were both in scouts. We know we know how to tie an eagle knot. I don't know what that means, but <laughs> anyway, we got that going. Greg's sitting there eating his beans. He's got uh, <laughs> he's got a can of beans that he's holding by the lid, and he's got the can in the fire. <laughs> and he's cooking them like that and you can't see it cuz it's so dark. You just hear the bubbling so I assumed it was boiling. It's probably I, done at the point. I look I look over and the fire is going up the can and like around Greg's fingers as he's just slowly peeling his fingers back. He's like getting pretty warm. <laughs> you getting pretty warm. <laughs> He then takes a can of tuna, opens it up, and mushes it in with the beans. <laughs> I'm sitting there cooking wieners, just having a time. Anyway, so our team shows up, and no one's enthusiastic. We're like, we are not going to be able to do this well. This was a terrible <laughs> idea. You know, I'm in reasonable shape, but I didn't want to friggin' do it. Yeah. So anyway, so we we get there and we're like, okay, we can do this. It's fine. So Greg and I wake up at about five a.m. So we're on about four hours sleep. Mm-hmm. I got to run at like six or so. Mm-hmm. So he's like, let's do it. So we start. Off the morning, not too bad. We're Greg's the support vehicle. This is going great. Fast forward, time keeps going on. Greg runs his leg. He does great. Time keeps going on. We get to 1 a.m. We're still the support vehicle. <laughs> so we've been going for a good while at this point. We started at 5 a.m. It's 1 a.m. now, but and we yeah. have to do a water stop. Oh, my God. And the delirious just... the the delirium whatever you call it set in entirely (laughs) the name of our team was i can't feel my legs can i feel yours and we took that to the fullest extent we (laughs) what (laughs) we literally we were at a water stop and we were screaming at people can i feel your legs can i please feel your legs we also came up with the song i can't feel my legs can i feel yours yeah. I think you'll That's like it. Yeah. I think you We thought it was good, but oh man, some people got a kick out of that. Some people were really not amused, I bet. It was funny. At one point, Greg tried to give water to this guy, and it just exploded when it hit the guy's hand. And <laughs> Greg's legs were hurt, and he's like, the guy's like, oh, it's okay, I'm fine. And Greg's like, no, you're not. So he literally chases this guy down, <laughs> gives him water, and the guy just, like, throws it into his own face. Just, like, the <laughs> cup and everything. <laughs> it, was, it was awesome. Funny. <laughs> oh, man. It was it was quite an event. Anyway, we get back at the campground at, like, 3 Mm. A.M. So we we had a long day, like a yeah. twenty-two hour day. <laughs> Sounds fun. And then we sleep for two hours, and then we we get up the next day and drive around and pick people up, keep doing stuff because we're crazy people. Yeah, delirium delirium is in full swing at this point. I bet. And then Greg and I are like, no, we haven't had enough adventure. <laughs> <laughs> so we're like, I wonder if there's a place around here to climb. So we we search for Cape Clear in Cape Breton, Nova Scotia. And buddy, let me tell you, mm-hmm. we found snow. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you
0: can find snow there.
1: We literally, I'm happy we were in Greg's Jeep Wrangler because we wouldn't have made it in any other vehicle, I don't think. Yeah. This drive is the most, now, okay, we were making a joke in the drive up. I'm like, you always see the Jeep commercials and it's like, are you ever going to drive over stuff? You know, they're driving over these crazy terrain. And yeah, like, yeah. Buddy, we made a fucking commercial. Let me tell you <laughs> what. Oh my God. I've never seen stuff like this. So we're going over the snow. That's fine. But the puddles we were going through, they would have been up to my knee easily. Mm -hmm. I'm a tall man. I'm 6'3", and they they would have been easily up to my knee. We were going over blocks, like two-and-a-half-foot-high blocks (laughs) that were just made of granite, just like jutting out of the road, if you can call it a road. It was a path more than (laughs) anything, and just like washed out in areas, and absolutely ridiculous. So we get there, and the site is absolutely beautiful. We get there. We see it. We're like, oh, yeah, we got enough time. We got to make it out of here back to the ferry because we live on a small island, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, we're like, well, uh, yeah, we, you know what? If we leave here at about 430 or so, should be fine. Enough time to get back to the ferry. Maybe even stop at Dairy Queen. Have mm-hmm. a good time. So we, uh, we load up. We rappel down the side of this cliff face. Beautiful. Get up, kind of climb up. It takes a while to climb up, but we have no idea what time it is. We're just kind of doing it, having fun climbing, doing our thing. Get to the top, did a nice 510A. Uh, Scared the shit out of a couple because we were screaming at each other because we couldn't hear each other because we are about 100 feet away from each other. (laughs) And they thought we were screaming for help. (laughs) So they they drove up to the top of this mountain on their ATV, and they're like... (laughs) Delirious, they're they're going, man, and then we get up and they're like, "Oh my God, you're alive! <laughs> we thought someone was screaming for help. We came oh from my our God. homes. Oh. We... <laughs> it was the funniest thing. The Cape Bretoners though, sweet people, oh, man. Know, yeah. But like, oh my God, they they had they just looked white as ghosts. <laughs> we were the ones hanging off the cliff, you know. Yeah. Anyway, so we're like, "Oh no, thanks so much, guys. You know, we're fine. Any idea, you know, what time it is? Yeah." Five thirty. <laughs> uh oh. If we don't make the boat, we're not making it home tonight. That's that's our plan because we are tired. We're on maybe maybe six hours sleep for the whole weekend.
0: You need that thirty
1: minute nap. Oh man. So we're like, fuck it. We gotta go. So Greg Cruz is out of this crazy Jeep commercial place, <laughs> and we're going. I've never seen someone drive like that before. It was amazingly. He's going a buck 20 over some of this shit. Like he's going in and out and going around and it's a standard and he's going into different gears. Jesus. And he's doing shit I haven't seen, man. <laughs> oh, my God. And he's going around and I'm like, what's the concern, Greg? He's like, I may pop a tire. <laughs> and that was it. <laughs> the back end spare was, one uh, on the back we're all good <laughs> Was just, there was yeah <laughs> and the back end was just swinging at some spots we're going out of there it took us an hour and 10 minutes to get into this we got out in 37 <laughs> holy shit did we ever make time I bet anyway our estimate for the bridge was uh, for the ferry was off we had enough time to go over we made our way to a Dairy Queen nice. had ourselves a nice little Nice little bit of ice cream, you know, as a congratulations for ourselves.
0: Yeah, that's appropriate, at the yeah, very least.
1: I figured so. <laughs> and then we got to the bri- we got to the ferry, had a beer, had a good time. I thought Greg was doing okay. Mm-hmm. Well, turns out uh, Greg doesn't handle no sleep very well. No. We get on the ferry, and Greg's like, I think I'm just going to go to the beds. And I'm like, there's no beds on here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like... Okay, whatever. So anyway, I go carry on my merry way. I'm going around talking to people and, you know, doing my thing. And I'm like, where the hell's Greg? I thought he was coming up. I go upstairs to the top of the ferry and I see two feet sticking out of the end (laughs) of one of these long boots. (laughs) and The shoes just flop down beside it and arms just straight stretched out on this thing. (laughs) Greg is out like light. You know, I'm like, you know what? That's a good idea. So I go over to the other side of the ferry. I go taking nap myself, you know? Mm-hmm. Not too bad of an idea. I wake up, kind of flip myself around onto my back. I can see ahead of me. I see Greg. He's getting up. I'm like, oh, cool. Greg's getting up, and he doesn't look good. <laughs> then I close my eyes for a second, open them again. Greg's kind of coming towards me with a phone in his hand. Looks like he's talking to someone. Still doesn't look good. I see him turn right, kind of wave to him. He waves back to me, and then he comes over and just falls like, oh. face forward, falls right onto the uh, the booth that's beside me. Boom. Down. <laughs> and then, ding, ding, this is your captain speaking. Get in your car. So we're like, okay, time to wake up and go. And I've never seen someone look this lost. Greg's <laughs> like, how'd I get over here? <laughs> what? Uh, you were just on the phone. What? <laughs> he had no idea. He had no recollection of it. And holy shit, was he wet. He sweat like you wouldn't believe it. There was a puddle. A puddle in the spot where he was sleeping, and he did not seem okay. He didn't remember any information, couldn't recall anything. And you know what the best part was? Mm -hmm. vehicle's a standard. I can't drive stick. (laughs) So I'm looking at him. I'm giving him the eye tests. I'm like, how many fingers do you see? I'm going around pointing stuff. Anyway... Greg is not okay. Yeah. We're not making it home. That's what we've decided. <laughs> we ended up crashing at his parents' place in Montague and ended up booking her back for the night. But man, whoo! talk about sleep deprivation. It can get you. Yeah. Yeah, I guess it's he didn't, he didn't tell me this until then, but he was throwing up the morning uh we woke up. He was he was way sleep deprived. Like <laughs> way. He was sick as a That's dog. Not good. No, man, it was So when people are asking me about the Cabot Trail Relay Race, What a stupid idea. Who the (laughs) hell would do that, Kevin? That crazy fucker who looks at this 300-kilometer stretch and goes, you know what? I'm going to get 17 people to run this fucker. (laughs) Screw that guy. Screw that guy is what I have to say. That is my tale about the Cabot Trail Relay Race, sir. Nice. Nice. You thought this was a podcast about video games? Oh, doctor. Yes, it is. <laughs> so we got the news you need to know about, Kevin. Yeah. Far Cry 5. We got an announcement trailer and Sweet Baby Jesus. That was intended. It is about a cult. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what a smooth segue. Thank yes.
1: you. Ooh, yes. Woo, doggy. That's, that's
0: interesting. It's like yeah. Southern American like extremist Christian religion cult.
1: But the thing I find weird, because like in Far Cry, right, you get there and you're like, I gotta get myself a bigger backpack or whatever. I'm yeah. gonna go kill a rhino to do that. You're just gonna fucking choke out a deer?
0: Like, what are you gonna do? What kind of critters are we kill in here? There was a lot of critters in that trailer. Yeah, I saw a bear. Yep, bears are cool. Bears are cool. But yeah, I don't know, fucking bears and deers and I don't know, whatever else you find in America.
1: Yep, because I like that cougars. I like the tribal aspect of Far Cry, but it's interesting that they're kind of getting away from that a little bit. Because it looks like modern day, pretty but, much.
0: Far Cry wasn't always tribal. Far Cry 2 was like Africa. Like modern day.
1: Yeah, but has that not trap? Oh, no, 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 no. I meant like, uh, no, because Far Cry 3 wasn't tribal either. I just mean like uh, totally different cultures from America. Oh, okay. Basically. Sorry. That Yeah. <laughs> I guess that's badly explained. There were tribes in Far Cry 3. <laughs> Don't worry about it. I just like it. the
0: idea any culture other than America is tribal.
1: <laughs> I'm a terrible, terrible person. I'm sorry. That is the word you're
0: looking for. Yes,
1: that is. Listen, man. I'm telling. I got no sleep. Fair enough. Um, give Fair me a enough. break. Okay, so yeah, what do you think about this?
0: Um, it looks it looks pretty cool. I was never super into Far Cry Five because it's open world and those things just don't don't catch on with me. Yeah, for whatever reason. Um, yeah, Zelda
1: didn't even hook you.
0: Yeah, but anyways, Far Cry Five is like it's, it's an interesting theme. Like, yep. it's a nice change up and keeps things fresh, which I think is pretty important when the number of games in a series you're on is fucking 5
1: technically 6 yeah cuz far cry primal yeah um yeah i mean what i find interesting about it is like i just i'm happy they're taking it in a different direction you know they could have went to another foreign location and i guess this is maybe very north american of me to assume that you know it's normal to be in north america you know for someone who's yeah. not in north america which there are tons of gamers all around the world they're going to be maybe excited to see this like a different mm-hmm. take on it right but for me, it's kind of like oh, back at home, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like not quite at home. I mean, I guess it's probably it's, it seems like it's down in the south of the states. I would assume.
0: Yeah, I don't. I don't know.
1: Like Alabama or something there. Yeah,
0: yeah it, it seems interesting. It it at does least seem interesting. Like, the culture there is significantly different than here.
1: Yeah, and then surprise, surprise, a game company does something different. The internet alarms go off, and people get upset. What well, you were telling me, people are upset. What's it's mostly what's like the issue
0: this time? All the Christian imagery. Yeah, that's what they're upset about. But they didn't use a cross. Violent. To be clear, they did not use a cross uh yeah, just a symbol based on the cross it was <laughs> like an
1: X with double lines like it was not a standard Christian cross,
0: yeah, no, but I'm sure there's standard Christian crosses in the game, maybe well. <laughs> but like I don't know, I don't, know. I'm, I don't get the upsetness at all I no. didn't look into it too much because I don't know, people get upset
1: people get upset a lot these days yeah but uh, i I don't know I'm excited for it I'm excited that they're doing something different we'll see how it goes man yeah i I kind of like far cry 4 but far cry 3 was awesome and i'm really interested in the fact that they're going with a a february release date because they did that for far cry primal and i think it sold pretty well
0: yeah it's it's kind of been like a quiet secret for a good few years that like february games do really well that was not a secret this year sir we had the biggest fucking q1 ever yeah i think this year and uh well, this past year and the year coming up, like uh, it's it's obvious that the AAA developers want in on that February money.
1: Oh, just to be clear, I realized I would messed up. That's technically Q four, my bad. Yeah, because Q one starts in March. But yeah, 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 yeah nuts. Yeah, absolutely nuts. Um, yeah, so I don't know. We'll uh, we'll see what we get. Um, now we got Gwent here. Now this is an interesting story or development for me, at least, because Gwent, if you don't know, is a card game within The Witcher three yeah and what i think is really cool about it is it, it's kind of an example of if your team has something real cool run with it but it's like at what point should you shut something like that down because this could have easily been like a we're thinking of implementing a card game in this and mm-hmm. someone who maybe didn't see what if, that the team were onto something they would have shut down and be like this is pointless why are you putting this much time into this yeah. side experience yeah but people started playing this game within gwent and they're like holy shit Gwent is good yeah it's a well-designed well-balanced game yeah so they made actual physical copies of the game people like that a lot they're like we're just gonna release Gwent as its own game yeah and people are stoked
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean like yeah I think some amount of it's probably a surprise to developers like they probably were like yeah hey this is a rather decent card game and like you know we think it's worth our time putting it into the Witcher because it's kind yeah. of this like collectible thing for the player to do like kind of and it's a game full of like little side quest things so i wonder how it if it
1: was just like from a jam or something maybe or
0: i don't know I don't maybe know. just some fun ideas and they're like yeah hey, let's just you know we can run with it so let's do it yeah um but anyways yeah i think they like you know kind of knew it was good and thought it fit into the game pretty decently but i don't think they expected players to like it as near as much as they did yeah yeah, everybody, like, raved about Gwent. <laughs>
1: yeah, I mean, I'm not much of one for card games like that, but I can see how someone would get into it.
0: Yeah. And people love it. Yeah.
1: And it, it just goes to show you that, I mean, something we talk about in this a lot, like, when someone says, I want to make a game, you know, it's perfectly valid to make a card game.
0: Yeah, they're or games. Board, they board are games. games or
1: you games. know what I mean? Games are games. And if you're a game designer, why not try your hand at making something like a card game? You yeah. know, you're, you're still balancing. You're still doing things like that.
0: Yeah, a lot you don't of them have are to actually be to like
1: to be a game designer.
0: So like well, board kinda, games, sort of board games and card games are like actually really good practice for game designers. Yeah, because they give you less leeway to lean on, I don't know, good feeling controls or good graphics, right. Or good audio. Like you can't lean on those things to like make the game better. Yeah. Um. So you just have to legitimately make a good game. And yeah, it makes it's kind of easier intriguing. to tell and like give yourself feedback and get feedback from friends and stuff as well
1: yeah because it's so accessible, right? Yeah. Well, it should be accessible. Yeah, exactly. It's got a bunch
0: of its own challenges yeah. and stuff like that as well, so yeah, it's pretty cool uh, thing for game designers to do, so I understand why there was passion in the studio to create it in the first place and yeah, passion to keep it going because I'm sure they're enjoying having their own Hearthstone-like thing.
1: Yeah, and I mean it's it's a testament to the fact that CD Project Red does good stuff. They yeah. they know what they're doing. That's I mean that's clear within The Witcher that is a fantastic game, but just this small side project that made its way in that people adore. Like this studio really knows what they're doing, and I'm excited to see what they're going to do with what is it Cyberpunk 2074 or something like that. Uh, it's like a yeah. steampunk game that they're making that's coming out that I'm really excited to see. I mean, this is such a this is a studio that's on such a rise, man. Oh yeah, and th- there's such a big um, like industry in oh where are they from? They're uh, Poland. Poland. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they're in Poland, and like they're a big money place for poland like they're, yeah they're probably a big aspect of their gdp
0: yeah they're like yeah i think the company's worth like a billion dollars or something which is yeah and pretty up there they're as an independent as like company polish companies <laughs> yeah
1: technically we could review the richer three we're not going to <laughs> but we could
0: yeah. yeah yeah it's pretty pretty cool yeah I'm, man i'm happy to see you know game developers like willing to do kind of these other smaller kind of projects just because hey they're fun I think Gwent's a great example of this. I think Hearthstone's another one, like just a small team out of Blizzard making a card game. Fuck yeah, it turned out amazing. And you know what's cool?
1: And this is a testament to if you make a good game, it's not always going to pay off well, but you will have a longer Jevity. Long- longer... <laughs> longer Jevity. <laughs> <laughs> I have the longest Jevity. <laughs> that doesn't make sense. A you longer know? life? Yes. Yeah. You'll have a longer life um, with customers. And The Witcher's sales in 2017 uh q1 or q5 uh, the beginning of the year basically yeah we're bigger than their sales at the beginning of 2016 yeah you know what i mean like that doesn't happen if you have a shit game definitely not no so uh yeah it's make good games <laughs> yeah <laughs> just just make a just, just make just make a good easy. game it's easy do it. no but you know you <laughs> yeah. know what i mean you know where i'm coming yeah, from if, if you have if you delay a product and make it good People are going to latch onto it. Yeah, it's going to have a longer life. People are going to talk about it more. Yeah, and especially if you make a good game inside of that game, Gamefuck Inception with Gwent, you know, you get people talking about it. What's this Gwent? Oh, for The Witcher. Oh, I never played The Witcher. You know what I mean? That I guarantee mm-hmm. that's what's happening in some situations.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. So yeah, man, really cool. Now something else we got where this is a game that you're really hype on, but I'm just kind of eh. About. Yeah. So we got Star Trek Bridge Crew. It's released. What yeah, is this? It's guys? out now.
0: So. Star Trek Bridge Cruise, one of the games that got me really excited for VR. Basically what it is is you and your friends are commanding the bridge in a tri- or in a ship in Star Trek. It's basically what you're doing. Um and each of you kind of takes on their own role and of course it's in VR, so like you're wearing the headset and you can see each other like kind of in the bridge and you know you can talk to each other stuff like that and you get to work together to command this spaceship. Yeah. Which means doing shit in space. Which that is sounds awesome. always cool. Yeah. It's space shit's nice. cool. Yeah. You want
1: to make shit cool, make it in space. Um, <laughs> so, so like sky. yeah, me
0: me and a few coworkers have on a couple occasions played a similar idea of a game uh called Artemis. Yep. Um where you know you ch- kind of control your own kind of uh uh, that's the word I'm looking for. You do your own things. Yep. And, uh, yeah, you kind crew of member. have this. Yeah.
1: That's what you're looking for, right? C- crew member?
0: I think station or something like that. Oh, okay. Sorry. My bad. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, you, you're kind of, like, playing your own. I don't want to say, like, it's a mini game, but you have your own kind of simple set of controls. Yep. And you kind of make your own decisions. But there is one person who doesn't have any controls who's so kind of, like, telling everybody what the to captain. do. The captain. Yep. You know, just relaying information through everybody and stuff like that. And, you know, you go around, you have to fight enemy ships and stuff. And That sounds sick. You know, yeah, it's super cool. And, like, uh, one aspect of it is that, like, everybody has, like, a shared screen and one person's in control of what's on that screen. Yeah. So they can switch between, like, the map view for everybody to look at or the front view or, like, rear views. <laughs> and, like, stuff like that. That and, sounds cool. You know, it's an incredibly awesome social experience. And one thing that has been said a lot about VR is that they really... It kind of really sells itself again once you try social experience.
1: Which is interesting because, you know, it's it's blocking off your face. It's blocking yeah. it, So, like, visi- people physically around you, you're not even in that space with them, really. Yeah. You know, you're in your own virtual space. So, that's cool. That's But that's when the you future. share a virtual space yeah, with exactly, people, like, exactly. that's,
0: that's when, like, you can feel really connected from that. That's some future-ass it's, shit. Yeah, it's insane how much, like, just body language is shown from just headset tracking movement yeah like just how people kind of lean and you know look at other people tilt their heads and stuff like that like there's you can see you going, can see yeah. what how how they're doing that and just like that simple like representation of it like <laughs> conveys a crap ton of body language which is sweet
1: yeah which is really cool because you know you you know you have something like dark souls where you need to have emotes you yeah. need to have something to show what the because you know the idle animation of the character isn't going to tell you shit yeah but the way I'm looking at you about something, you know, you can probably be like, "Oh, he's he's confused about something," or he's yeah. he seems like so. And you know what the the best part is? It's only gonna get better. Yeah, we're only gonna get better scanning. We're only gonna get better tracking. You know, we're we're probably gonna reach a point where it's like one to one. Yeah, you know, and that you see me, I see you. That's cool.
0: <laughs> it is super cool. I think yeah. The other <laughs> really nice thing about Star Trek Bridge Crew is actually it works across PS4 VR. Vive, and Rift. Really? So all those people can play together.
1: That's pretty S- Which neat. is
0: pretty awesome because, yeah, one one of my biggest complaints about VR is there's been so much segregation in it with, yeah. like, you know, exclusives or timed exclusives. And, yeah. You know, just the platforms being pretty significantly different, but Star Trek Bridge Crew is actually a game that kind of works on all of them equally.
1: That's really cool that they decided to do that. I'm surprised yeah. that the... Uh, will there be some... Uh, I guess, yeah, you can have your own quality with regards to the PS4 and then on like a Vive or something, right? Like it's just, you're yeah. just gonna have a different quality yep. experience. Okay. Huh.
0: That's so, yeah, neat. Pretty excited for that game and it's getting reviewed really fucking well as well. People are liking it? Yeah. Which is yeah, great. A lot of like um, nines and tens.
1: It's one of those things though if you get m- matched up with a random crew is it still fun?
0: I don't I don't know. I really feel like it's something you have to play with friends because yeah. there's so much like socialness there you don't want to be like excuse me awkward with somebody else yeah um so yeah i think it's kind of more like a social with friends but the, you know cross-platform so it's, it's a little bit easier a little bit easier ps4 vr is have- not t- super expensive no
1: it's not you can get yourself a vr unit with your playstation like 800 bucks yeah not even yeah yep. that's not bad that's not bad i, I can know. get the job done you know yeah <coughs> like the farmer's daughter she'll do in a pinch bud let me tell you what now <laughs> Like something that'll do in a pinch, we will do in a pinch with regards to a game. That wasn't a good segue, but I'm doing my best here. No. This week, Kev, we played Hollow Knight. Mm-hmm. Story about a bug, kind of, sort of. Yeah. And next week, we'll be playing Gone Home. So if you want, go ahead, catch that. You know, get caught up to us and pl- play the game, and we'll play through it together. So, like we do <laughs> normally, we are not going to go into spoilers for the game. But you know what? I got no spoilers for this game, Kev. There's nothing really to spoil. I don't yeah, think. not really. We'll just, you know we'll what just you're getting into. Her full experiences now, and stuff. This game, Hollow Knight, here, developed by Team Cherry. And did you know, Kev? She was a Kickstarter game. Yeah. Yes, it was. I, I
0: didn't even realize that. So no, So me neither. Up. And
1: did you know this? What? Australian, bud. Australian indie studio in Australia called Team Cherry, and they raised fifty-seven thousand dollars out of thirty-five thousand.
0: That's awesome. Up the thirty-five thousand goal, yeah.
1: Yep, and cool. uh, yeah, they received funding from Indie Fund. What's Indie Fund?
0: Indie Fund gives a lot of indie games funding. Uh, usually when they're pretty close to completion, especially in the case of this, like they announced their funding for. Uh, uh, Hollow Knight like two weeks before the game launched wow yeah okay so I imagine like you know uh, uh, Team Cherry already had their money and stuff yeah uh, but yeah like I don't know it, it's, it's cool indiefund does a lot of a lot of a lot of support and you know especially like to help people like that last little bit get the game published get it in the eyes of people that need to see it yeah to buy it Stuff like that. It's pretty sweet. Very cool, man.
1: Now, <coughs> sorry, I'm not dying. Uh, so, the original plan for the game was a 10 hour game that they complete one year. They end up making a 40 plus game in two years. Yeah. Wow. That's something else. Now, this game here, it's a Metroidvania, is what they call this. It's true. And so, that means it's, um, well, it doesn't necessarily mean that it has to be 2D, but this one is mm-hmm. 2D. And you basically have a big map that connects through a lot of areas, and you're going back. There's a lot of backtracking you do. There's a lot of figuring out yeah. that you have to do, and the fighting is uh, it's real-time. Yep. it's You swing your sword, you hit a guy, and uh, it's pretty base level with regards to that. Like, There's not a lot of customization you can do on your character in yeah. regards to getting stronger. There's no levels like in uh, in Symphony of the Night or anything like that, but uh, Yeah. Yeah, so Metroidvania, interesting. Yep, they decided to go with that. Beautiful art style, man.
0: Oh yeah, beautiful, hand drawn art style. Like, just looks so good. Yeah, man, such a pretty game.
1: And it was, it was just, it has nice art. Now we got all the uh, the names of everyone involved in the project listed down there. I don't think we need to list them all off.
0: Yeah, not really. Uh, the ba- core of the team's like three people. Yep. Um, and what do we got? the music was done by Christopher Larkin.
1: Yeah, and I noticed here you got uh, Matthew Leth Griffin. Uh, now, he was PR marketing, but he was also involved in a game we really like, uh, Stardew Valley. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I guess I like he's that. also done PR marketing for Interstellia. It, I don't even know how to say that. And, Wander- and Wanderlust Adventure. So it's kind of cool. Like, this is something that's kind of picking up in indie, and you're especially seeing a lot with kind of, you know, more business folks and people like PR and marketing, but also like kind of yeah. law people and stuff. Yeah. It's like they'll actually kind of bounce from indie project to indie project just helping with some of the the later and smaller things yeah. that you know developers aren't so
1: good at. Yeah, it's it's cool how indie uh, the indie market is like such a uh I don't know, it's kind of like the wild west. Yeah. Right now, you know, and it's uh there's less rules and like you see stuff like this in games where oh, what was it? It was uh Frog Fractions too. Yeah. Where their symbols for the game was in a ton of other games. Yeah. They didn't pay for that. You know, they were it was friends making deals. Is yeah. what it was, you know, and there's It's these people, these creators coming together to do kind of like a YouTube collaboration, but in a a video game format.
0: Yeah, just a fun idea. Do it together. Yeah,
1: put some of my stuff in your game. Put some of your stuff in my game. There's no legal things really involved. I mean, maybe in some circumstances, but like, oh, now you own retaining rights to my IP. You know, it's it's not like that. It's more from the ground up. Like, fuck it, man. I'll put... I'll put a sprite of my character in your game. Yeah. You put a sprite of your character. People find it. They'll think it's cool. Mm-hmm. So I, I really like that we're at, a, we're at a place like that right now. And some, something cool that I saw you, you had about this here. Is now, they originally afforded it on Game Jams. But their mutual love of Zelda 2 is what really brought them closest. the most like obscure Zelda game.
0: Um, I mean, yeah. And it's not exactly a fan favorite of a lot of people. No. It's very different than every other Zelda game.
1: Yeah. And you know what, though? Thinking about it. This game and Zelda Two, in my mind, I mean, I can see it. There's
0: there's a couple similarities. I
1: can see it a little bit. Yeah, Zelda Two was more Metroidvania like, kind of. You know, it had that Castlevania vibe going on.
0: Yeah, it's true. The yeah, more more Castlevania like, very kind of design levels and yep. yeah, Basically It's, it's kind of funny to see see that, and I think Zelda Two is like the perfect game to like kind of bond with somebody over because like you know if you both kind of love yeah. that game, like it's just. Obscure, not not that loved, and but it has its redeeming qualities. And oh yeah, yeah, it's kind of cool.
1: Yeah, because you wouldn't get that type of bond or kinship over something like I really like Ocarina of Time. Yeah, so did everybody and their mother. Yeah, you know <laughs> what I mean. <laughs> You're not going to get the same the same kind of like Whoa, I found someone else. Yeah, you know <laughs> exactly. what I mean. So that's that's really cool that they were able to bond over something like that. Now let's let's get into the the nitty gritty, the hearts and the stuff. Uh, so it came out on February 24th in 2017. It's a pretty new game, Kev.
0: Yeah. And it is pretty new. Um, people
1: like it. Yeah. It's got an 86 on Metacritic. That's fantastic. It did well. Yep. It did really well. Now, okay, wh- what's your initial impression on this game here?
0: Um, My initial impressions? It's a beautiful, beautiful yep. game. Like, that hits you in the face immediately. Oh, clearly. Um, The controls, tight as hell. Yep. That's what you need. Um, From what I saw, like... The atmosphere seemed like, you know, completely awesome. Um, kind of this dark, kind of broody stuff. The fact that like all the enemies are bugs and like the characters bugs too. I'm like, oh that's that's interesting, kinda of neat. Oh yeah. Um, stuff like that. And you know, it I think it hits that theme really well. And I don't I think this is a really, really important thing for games to like come through as polished products is to have a very concrete idea of what their theme is. Yeah. And to present that in a very kind of consistent way and this game definitely does that super well and does it like asap
1: it does i mean it sets up this this world for you and you just you got to explore it and you don't know what's going on you know but you yeah. have the beautiful cinematic to start you off the haunting music man oh yeah man. the music in this game is fantastic <laughs> And it just, it, uh, things are spooky and weird and there's yeah. lots of enemies around. It looks like a cartoon, kind of almost, you know what I mean? Like it has that look to it. Yep. Your character has a, uh, well, he's strong. He has like a cuteness to him, you know? Yep. It's like, oh, you're just adorable. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> you know? And all, all the enemies are like kind of the same way. They're, you know, they they're obviously gross they're later on. dangerous looking, <laughs> but they're also cute. Yeah. At the same time.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. I was really, uh, Definitely aesthetic-wise, it's it's very pleasing, mm-hmm. for sure. Um, getting into the combat, it's simple. It's <coughs> sorry, folks. Um, it's simple, which yeah. is good. But I was looking for something more, maybe.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's a hard balance to strike because, like, if it's simple, then it means you can kind of allow for the player to create their own way yeah. to fight. I think, you know, Dark Souls is one of the prime examples of games that kind of do this where it's like you only have a limited set of moves, but because those can, you know, affect the enemy differently and, like, have different uses at different times and you can control your positioning so well, Mm. you know, it lets you have this kind of, like, it feels like a tight fight. And I, I think this is the kind of idea that this game was going for because you can slash in different directions. Even when you're in the air, you can slash down. If you do that, then like you bounce. Yeah. Um, there's definitely a few abilities that tie in to let you fight in a few different ways. Yeah. Um, including some range stuff. And you know, it's it seems like the type of thing that should let you have like some interesting fights and stuff, but honestly I mostly just found myself walk in, hit once, walk away.
1: Yeah, walk in, hit once, walk away, or like something that's bouncing at you, you just got to time your hits right, Yeah, you know, because it'll just keep running at you with certain objects. And Every that's... once in a
0: while, just dodge a thing.
1: Yeah, jump over top another, uh, that's not to say the game's not hard, because I think the game is plenty hard. Oh, yeah. Definitely. But the combat, eh, it's just kind of, yeah. It was
0: straightforward and a little chore, like, sometimes, yeah, especially with the enemies with a lot of health. Oh, You yeah. know, you kind of figured out how to fight them, and it was mostly just an exercise of doing it for long enough.
1: You know how to fight them, and then you're going, like, you're grinding back to an area, right? So, yeah. like, you, there's, let's say there's a boss that's kicking your ass or something. Then you got to go through this area all again just to get to this one point after grinding through all these enemies. Yeah, You know what I mean? It was, like, it was a little frustrating. Kind of Dark Souls-like, I guess.
0: Yeah, I know, but to me it felt different from Dark yep, Souls. It did. And, like... I don't know if I can really pin down what it is. I think the combat being less interesting maybe, is an important part of it, but also, like, for me, that trek always felt longer.
1: It felt really long, and you. I think where it's coming from is that you have less agency over how you can perform in combat. With yeah. Dark Souls, I can provide myself with a different weapon, or I can do something. This was my gripe with Titan Souls, right? Sure, it's a hell of a hard game. I get that. But there's only one way that I can attack and go about a situation. And that's the same with this game. Yeah. For the most part. You know, you can equip the dash ability. Sure, I get that. But you have one weapon. You only really have one way to swing it, you know, either mm. up, down, or, or over. That's that's all you can do and dash about. Um, so I feel like I feel like I'm banging my head against a wall sometimes. Yeah. Where it's just like, I guess I just have to get better at this one way that's provided to me. Yeah. Because I don't feel like I can think to myself, like, you know what, maybe I should use this type of weapon to provide me with a different solution to this scenario. Yep. I didn't feel like that at all. And that was for me a little frustrating. Mm-hmm. Especially when it's such a maybe I suck at games, but a difficult game, particularly like the third boss, I still haven't beaten them. And that sounds like I'm not very far into the game. I'm a good twenty hours. Yeah. I, 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 I put my time into this thing for sure. Yeah. Now, um, how far did you get, Kev?
0: Um, I played for three hours. Yeah, and I got to the third area. Yeah, and we've been playing this for
1: weeks, so I'm curious what happened. I'm not trying to harp on you, give you a hard time. I just
0: so basically, what happened for me is, you know, I I grinded a bit against uh the second area for the most part. Yeah. Eventually, you know, found kind of a quick route to the boss. It was pretty easy to just fight the boss a couple times. Defeated her pretty quickly. I was like, shit, okay, I, I have a lot of exploring to do. And I went to at least two wrong places. Right. Which takes you a long time to figure out if you're in the wrong place in this game.
1: Oh, yeah. And then if you didn't sit at a bench recently, <sighs> you're going way back, man.
0: Yeah. So then, like, you have to traverse through this whole thing. And I, that's that's a lot of the Metrovania love part is like, oh, I get to move through this world or whatever. Yeah. I'm I'm not a big fan of that in general and I feel like um this game it felt more it was more of a pain in the ass than it is in a lot of other uh metroidvania type games because there's a shit ton of platforming in this game. Yeah, and the a platforming is not platforming. that easy. It's yeah.
1: kind of tough sometimes, man.
0: Yeah, and like I don't know, it's, I like it the first time I go through an area, like a room in the game I hate it every time after that. And the real BS part was
1: if I got hit by an enemy, I'm flying back. Yeah. I'm I'm getting, like, and then I probably, in a lot of situations, I fell off of, you know, wherever I got up to. And I'm like, great. All this work yeah. for, like, one enemy bumping into me. And I, f- I just got penalized so much. Like, I don't know. I found that really yeah. frustrating.
0: Another 30 or 45 seconds just doing these precise jumps to climb back up or whatever. Or
1: sometimes it was a good 10 minutes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. it's, yeah.
0: Or, you know, that happens, and you end up dying. Yes. And every time that happened to me, I just closed the game. Really? I, I, I couldn't do it. Like, for me, like, I'm like, I am having no fun at this point. Okay. I don't want to walk back to where my body is, and I don't know where the fuck I'm supposed to be going.
1: Yeah. And that's that's part of the reason why I was talking to you about this. You know, I felt like I was cheating at first, but then I thought to myself, this is how I like to play all these games. I have a walkthrough open. Yeah. I'm not watching it the whole way through, but at least I have the guide of where I'm supposed to go next and it kind of points to it on a map, and I'm like, okay, I'm not totally lost. That's exactly what I did for Symphony of the Night, and it's exactly what I did for Dark Souls. Yeah. And for me, banging my head against the wall, trying to be like, How the fuck do I get through this stupid place? That's not fun. Yeah. I don't like that. And I, I don't yeah. think you do either.
0: <laughs> I, I don't. And like I, I, I think, you know, that walkthrough would have helped me as well. But I, d- I didn't need that for Dark Souls. A lot of people say Dark Souls is basically a 3D Metroidvania. Right. And I'm just like, okay, what's what's the difference? Yeah. What is the difference here that's making me hate this game, but make it through Dark Souls? I just say because saying, hate I was, is strong. Uh, I, I don't yeah. actually hate this game. There's a lot of good aspects yeah. to it, but, you know, I uh, really hate this You're scenario. You're yeah. yeah, hating this scenario of dying and losing a bunch of progress. Yeah. Whereas I didn't in Dark Souls. And Dark Souls, I was always kind of like driven to get back to where I was. Yeah, well, I think, I think the big difference is in this game, is that it is actually Metroidvania. Every room connects to, well, I won't say absolutely every room, but most rooms connect to two or more rooms. Yes, there are so many paths you can go, and the world is really, really large. Yeah, Dark Souls, people say it's a 3D Metroidvania. It's really, really not. The world is interconnected. But at best, most of those things are just loops. that You can yeah. only go one way. Yeah, exactly. And every once in a while, there's this little offshoot where you go do a thing. And it has a quick dead end. Or, you know, it brings you back to another area. Yeah. Which you can go back up, like, super quickly. This game, you know, it's got the Metrovania stuff. So, you know, there's always multiple different paths you go. And sometimes they are just one-way paths.
1: Yeah. And and that's just the way it goes. And I mean with this, like you'll get seven rooms in at something and it's like I can't even approach this area at all yet. Like why yeah. why let me get this far? Yeah. You know what I mean? When there's there's no reward for me, there's nothing for me to get, I'm just gonna get frustrated.
0: Yeah, no. And <laughs> Which, like I mean
1: I guess it, it gets it in your mind of you can do this here later. Yeah. Sure at least give me a shiny, you know? Yeah, no, I think that shiny is another something. big part of it, too. Like, yeah. in Dark
0: Souls, if you go off the wrong way, then you got to at least maybe pick up a weapon you're not supposed to get. Yeah. And I think one <laughs> great example, even though people rag on this all the time, is the graveyard at Fartling Shrine. Yeah. You can There's the a shit ton of items in there. Some really fucking good ones, like yeah. the Zwyhander. And, uh, you know, it's the wrong way to go, but at least you get rewarded for trying hard. Yeah. And eventually you figure out the right way.
1: Yeah, exactly. You're like, why do I keep dying these skeletons? Oh, There's a staircase. Let's look around a bit more. Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah. (laughs) This this game, like, it doesn't have that. Because it doesn't really have an item system in that kind of way. But... It's got some other interesting systems that I think maybe we should talk about.
1: It does, absolutely. So it has a, uh, you get money, basically, when you when you kill guys, there's like shells of some type. yeah. And uh, yeah, when you die, you know, very similar to Dark Souls, you have a retrieval mechanic. And yeah. I, actually, I like this retrieval mechanic quite a bit. It's you, uh, you produce some type of ghost. So yeah. Like some type of spiritly embodiment of you. And it, uh, you have to fight it. Yeah. And it'll attack you, and the music gets all haunting and weird. I really liked that. Yeah. It's like everything kind of goes, woo, like distorted and sound wise. And I like that a lot. Um, and you fight it, you kill it, and then you get back all your money. Yeah. I,
0: I really like the music and stuff. And I like the idea on paper. <sighs> yeah. But I don't know. Do you ever find that fight with the ghost interesting? Because for me, it was a fucking cakewalk every time. And just like, thanks for wasting 30 seconds.
1: I get that, but. It gets interesting when you're in like a room that's really sketch because you're like, I got to get my money back, but oh my god, there's like four four guys chasing me right now, and I got to kill this guy. And that, you know what though, it can get hectic if you're in the right room.
0: I, I had that happen, and even still, you didn't like, like was, it. Well, it, the the didn't feel like a big impact compared to the other stuff in the room, so I just dealt with the stuff in the room Would and they got the Would you prefer it to afterwards. be a hard fight? I. I prefer it to be more interesting. Okay. In some way. I'm not sure if hard is the right thing, because like especially since it doesn't have control over where it is, yeah. it could be in a really hectic room. Yeah. But I don't know. I don't know. It sounds cool on paper, and it just didn't. Work as well in the game. Oh,
1: I enjoyed it more than that. I, I say kudos to them for trying to take a stab at doing something a little different than just picking it up. Yeah. And uh, something we also forgot to, or I also forgot to mention is that it, it caps the amount of energy that you can store as well.
0: Yeah, so this whole energy system is pretty pretty sweet. So It's, it's interesting. As you attack and kill enemies, you, gain, you energy. gain energy and then you use these energies for basically spells. Spells and healing yourself, which is a key one. Yes. Yeah. It's important when you get it right from the beginning. Yeah. Which is which is good because yeah. the
1: way the health works in the game is you have little like skulls of some type anyway, and you you have like five skulls. Yeah. So uh, you know you can heal up one skull, but it's going to take about a third of your bar. Yep. Yeah. So if you die, you then have like a cut off bar. You only have two thirds of that bar. So yeah. Then you only get two heals for a full bar. As opposed to three, if you're exactly recovered. If you had a full uh, yeah. bar of some type, so you know that's that's kind of cool. Yeah, I like that that idea and that mechanic. Something I didn't like as much was the badge system in the game. It yeah. was it felt very limiting for features that I feel like I should have gotten a little more easily than I did.
0: Yeah, it's it's weird because some of some of the things you get from badges feel almost like you should just unlock them and have them permanently. Yeah. You know, such like as a compass. The compass. <laughs>
1: the compass is a key one, you know, so you get yeah. It's interesting too, because you actually have to find the map maker in the game. And something I like that they did with this that was clever was, you know, they had the map maker sing a tune. Yeah. You, you could hear this. Tune you know, in when the you're distance. in the same room. You know, when you're in the same the room, room, room and you're like, be. he's here. You know, and you, you kind of, I always light up every time. I'm like, thank you. And then yep. I go over, I buy the map from him, and I'm able to do it. And then you have to buy a compass and equip the badge, which I thought was really frustrating, because then it takes up a slot. Anyway. And you
0: only have three slots for badges. Yeah, some badges take up multiple slots unlock, at once. You can You can
1: you can get more notches for slots. And
0: you can get more notches, but, but yeah, it's. I, I don't think the notches are doled out. No. Easily enough because I didn't get any, yeah. and I need it more. It requires some in time intense
1: platforming to get any of them.
0: Yeah, and like you know that was yeah. that was a big part of it, and. You know that badge system is actually something I fucking love about Paper Mario. Yeah. You know, one of, one of the, like, key things that made Paper Mario stand out to me when I first played it. And, yeah, it just feels like they did it significantly worse.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I I didn't like it as much. Um, And just so we're clear, what the compass does is it makes you appear on the map yeah. so that you can see yourself. And that makes navigating a lot easier because you're like, oh, which room am I in? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it makes it super confusing. Now, just uh, before we get you know more into the nitty gritty, I have a funny story about this game. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you get in there and you see, um, you walk to the far right when you get to Dirtmouth, kind of like Dartmouth local area, kind of <laughs> near here. <laughs> yeah. I kept calling it Dartmouth. Yeah. Anyway, you get to Dartmouth and you you just you walk to the far right as one does, yeah. and you see a keyhole, and it says it requires a simple key. That stuck in my mind. I was like, whatever that is, I want to open that. I'm getting myself a simple key. I end up going down, working my way through and get a shopkeep. He opens up shop up in Dirtmouth. I go up to Dirtmouth. He's selling a key for 900 coins. To be clear, at this point, (laughs) the most I had had was 100. Yeah. And it was set in my mind, I'm getting myself a simple key. Mm -hmm. I don't care what it costs. I'm doing it. So I get to City of Tears, favorite area in the game, I, it's a shame you didn't get there mm-hmm. it's really nice it's just it's really well designed it's really smart anyway I get there and I am far into city of Tears and I'm getting a lot of money and I'm like hmm what do we got going on here I meet up with a guy but I don't know how to get out it's yeah. the thing there's no easy teleport system there's no you can you can get a uh, you can purchase a toll for a bug. That'll carry you back to places for like a railway system. Yeah, it's like a train. Yeah, exactly. But that's that's it. If you can't find it, then tough luck. You know what I mean? So I find this guy who's willing to buy secret goods or like special treasures that I found on my way. And I'm like, I wonder how much he's buying them for. I look. If I sell them, I have enough to get a simple key. Hmm. And I'm like, okay can I get back to Dirtmouth to buy this simple key? Because this has been my goal of the game so far. This is what got me to City of Tears. I'm like, I yeah. have to get myself a simple key. So I do it. And I'm like, okay, I got to get back home somehow. I'm not going to go back the way I came because I'm like, I swear there has to be an easier way out of here. So I start going up in City of Tears and I'm mm-hmm. going up and I, I'm luckily I fought the bosses beforehand, the, the, the mini bosses beforehand so I could get myself out and I go up and I get to this big room and this room is massive, and it has flying spear guys on it. Spear guys <laughs> are always dicks, right? Yeah. And anyway, they're flying around, and they can hurl their spear at you. And they're, they're quite tough, and on either end are spikes on the top of the buildings that if you fall, you will, get, uh, you will get hurt and reset back to the ground. Yeah. So, I look up, and I can see on my map a little bit that there's a big exit off to the left, and a tidy little room to the top right. And I'm like, if I'm going anywhere, I'm not going to the top right because that's not going to get me where I need to go. I can't die because if yeah. I die, I'm going back pretty far and I have to then hopefully get my money back so I can buy yeah. the simple key. So anyway, so I go through and I try and clear through this room. It doesn't work. <laughs> I get down to one piece of health and I'm like, oh God, oh God. I get out of there. I start farming this, these section of bugs yeah. that I can then get a little bit of health back and, and loop around and I try the room again and. And they, they, they take me down to one bar again. I do the same thing, and I'm like, <sighs> I'm nervous. I'm mm-hmm. scared. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to take this room on methodically. So I take on, there's like seven of these flying bugs around <laughs> this big, massive room. And there's the exit off to the right and the big exit off to the left. Anyway, so I'm taking on this room, and I take them up one by one, and I'm luring them down, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm taking out these bugs, taking that In my mind, the simple key is all I want. Yeah. So anyway, I get up there, and I finally get up there to the left, and I go, and I get this big elevator, and this is, it's this grand experience, and it, it's like a main central elevator that just connects everything together. And I get up, and I get to the bottom area of Dermoth, and I'm like, oh, I only have like 20 rooms to go through, and then I can get up and get the simple key, what I've been searching for this whole time. Yeah. So I'm like, I gotta do it. And I work my way up there, and I'll be damned, Kev. I spent some money to open that elevator, I was 50 shy. And I'm like, I'm not letting this get the best <laughs> of me. At this point, I had the double jump ability. So I went back to where I came from at King's Pass. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I ran up the side of that fucking wall all the way up to this castle. And I fought the first enemies. And I grinded them for a little bit. <laughs> and I was grinding these enemies to get these 50 coins so that I could buy the simple key. And I bought it. And I am overjoyed yeah. with what the simple key will bring for me. I go over and I open... The side door, and it 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 allows you to fight your ghost and pull it towards you. And I'm like, that's pretty cool. And I thought to myself that the simple key was something you could use all the time. Yeah. Anyway, so I continue to go down. I'm like, this is the one item though, but then I can open all the simple locks. Yeah. Ooh. So this was quite an experience for me. So I'm like, I, you know what? This is money well spent. Let's go down back to this big room. So I go to the big room, and I'm like, just for kicks, I gotta see what was to the right. I get in there, and I see a shiny. It was a simple key. What? It's a one-use item. (laughs) And I opened it for a door that is nothing. (laughs) Nothing. The key was there the whole time, Kevin. (laughs) So you opened a door with a
0: simple key that had a simple key behind
1: it? No, no, no. The the door to the simple key was like a little area that was kind of cool that you could fight your ghost at. I then went down back to that big room. went back there made my way through this was a whole hour and a half long journey yeah and then there's a fucking simple key I just I threw the controller down my character died and I just walked away I was like I can't do this right now (laughs) I took out a pen and paper and just wrote down that tale because I was like I have to tell this on the podcast because fuck (laughs) this this encapsulates this game so well you know you're trying to you have an objective in your head and you think you're doing the right thing you're probably not and then the game's just like fuck you nice yeah, that's, that's my tail. It was frustrating. <laughs> I bet. But, like, I, I got the simple key. I got another one, I guess. Yeah. But, yeah, man. But one really cool thing, actually, about that King's Pass area was, you know, it's where you start the game. And I was yeah. like, ah, let's just go back here for kicks. I then went back to the very beginning. And, you know, as I tend to do in games, you know, it, it presents you with one path to go. I obviously try the other one, see if it works. It worked at the beginning of the game. And I didn't think much of the area. I then went back there with the double jump ability. Mm -hmm. It totally Dark Souls is it, dude. You can go back into that area and access a secret area Oh! at the beginning. And I forget what it's called, but, yeah, I was playing around in there a little bit. That's cool. Yeah. It was when I had all my money, so I didn't want to fuck around in there too much. Yeah. I kind of want to explore there more. We're not going to talk about the game much more in another future podcast, but, yeah, I'm liking it.
0: Nice. That's cool. Um One thing in the game, because you mentioned, like, yeah, you were talking to some NPCs and stuff. Yeah. What did you think of how they did the voices? Because they basically did the Sims style.
1: You know what? I barely even listened to this game. I listened to podcasts the whole time and had the music (laughs) on on mute. I heard a bit of the music, but, like, I I didn't even listen to it. So, I don't know. Well, it had a good soundtrack, so, you know. But also, like, what
0: I I found really weird was there's this very kind of dark and moody game. Yeah. And then there's these characters that are doing the sims-esque voice it reminds me a lot of sims and Magica. the yeah. happy part of brothers yeah and i'm like this doesn't fit at all this is like taking me out of it almost okay. yeah i don't know i thought that was like the weirdest freaking design choice yeah like, why even bother hmm. like it just doesn't sound right just didn't work yeah
1: nice man so now uh how do you overall feel about it as a, as a whole, as an experience, you know, would you recommend it to someone or
0: someone really likes uh, Metroidvania games? Like, yeah, yeah, definitely. I th- think it's pretty tight. I think that energy system's super interesting. You just have to choose between like using spells or healing yourself. Yeah, and like you know, trying to get the energy back up, which normally isn't too hard to do. Like, yeah, there's a lot of interesting stuff going on. Feels pretty tight, and I don't know. I've seen a lot of positive reviews for it, so I think most of my not liking it is my personal tastes,
1: yeah, and I think like I don't know I wanna i I don't think I'm gonna give myself enough blame for not beating this game it's it's friggin' hard, man, I tried that third boss, he's called like the super bug or something you mm-hmm. get the ground slam from him. he is really hard that's <laughs> the best way I can describe it because he has like three different phases, and I just couldn't touch him man he teleports around the stage and it was just it was way too hard for me, wow. and I don't think I'd ever beat him, but uh. I'm sure the game maybe gets better. I'm told City of Tears is the best spot, and it was good. It yeah. was just, it was a really, whoever, whichever designer worked in that area, you know, you did a good job. Like, it's just <laughs> such a well-designed, smart area where you can kind of, you see this big open area, and you're like, what is this? And you get to explore it all around, and you get an upgraded weapon so that you feel stronger. Yeah. And it's, uh, it's just, it's a really smart area and really coolly designed. Nice. Yeah, but uh, as far as the game on a whole, I don't think I'm going to finish it. It doesn't have that draw for me.
0: Yeah. It's a 40-plus hour game, so it's a lot of play time.
1: And you know what? I went back and looked at my favorite Metroidvania. Symphony of the Night's only eight hours. Yeah. I think they would have been fine with a 10-hour game.
0: Yeah. Like their original plan, apparently.
1: Yeah. I think 40 hours is maybe too much, for unless you got someone who loves it. Yeah. Who really seeks for that kind of banging your head against the wall, searching for the, yeah. the right way to go to kind get mastering the this game yeah if you know if you want to get a lot of content for your amount of money because it's like 20 bucks you're getting a good bang for your buck man yeah. you can get a lot of time out of this game if you really want to sink the time into it because it's it's difficult so that's a good way to get extra time out of it and it's it's big yeah. and it'll take you down big dead end paths and If you're fine with the game being like, fuck you, I'm not going to give you anything, and you spent all your time getting here going through difficult platforming sections to just have to go back and maybe lose all your money, if you're fine with that, then maybe this is the game for you. Yeah. Maybe this is the thing you're looking for. But for me, right now in my life, I don't think I have the time to commit to something like this, and I don't think I have the energy. It's a young man's game, Kev. (laughs) And like I said, I'm an eighth of the way to 200, you know? Not getting any younger. So, uh, especially given the nature of our podcast, because what we do here is we review a different game every week. Yeah. And this week we did Hollow Knight. Next week we're doing Gone Home. Yeah. And boy, howdy, I'm excited. Very fun. Yeah. Now, as final, you know, I think Hollow Knight, I recommend it. Now, Gone Home, I don't know. What are we going to say? You're going to have to tune in next week, folks, to find out. And how can they (laughs) tune in, Kev? How can they get us?
0: They can find us on YouTube. Yep. search namecast. youtube.com/namecast. slash Yeah. We're almost right.
1: there guys. 7 more people and we yeah, can get youtube.com/namecast. slash so Please help us get there. So close. let your friends know
0: Yep. Um we're also on Google Play. Yep. And iTunes. If you're watching us reading reading no, listening. Re- listening. are the reading us.
1: Someone is transcribing all of this. This poor person. Poor person. Poor person, poor person. his name's Al. <laughs> Fucking Al. lives <laughs> in the basement. Yeah. Um. <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah leave, leave some iTunes reviews. Leave, leave a review. Cool.
1: G- give us a comment. Yeah. B- beat up a rock.
0: Man, that'd be cool.
1: You can beat up a rock?
0: Yeah, just like bruise a rock.
1: Oh, man, imagine if rocks screamed every time you stepped on them.
0: Oh, no. That would
1: be awful. That Jeep adventure would be way would more horrifying. Would you anymore? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it would be like you're you're caressing them, you know? <laughs> <laughs> like, ow, my face. That's my wife. It would be weird, dude. Anyway, guys, we will catch you guys next week. We've been Namecast. You guys are awesome. Yeah. Thank you so much. We've got home. Bye. See you.